you're preaching to the converted, but in fairness, she is good at what she does. Though in all honesty, if I was a victim of crime, she's the last person I'd want hanging around. Annie rolled her eyes in annoyance. The trouble is, she's such a holy joe. I feel like she's judging me all the time, don't you? <laughs> That's because she is, love. Annie grinned. Why do you think she gives me the evil eye? Kate shook her head in mock despair. I think it's because you're a loner. You're only in your thirties, but you married to your job already. Annie nodded in agreement. She still gets on my tits. They both laughed, conspirators together. They would never have said any of that to an outsider. Victim support had become a big part of the job nowadays, whereas they both believed that it was more important to catch the villains responsible. So do-gooders like Miriam were worth the aggro because they left the police free to get on with their real work. Kate was aware that her presence was a boon to Annie and the other detectives. She was able to override the new practices, and she didn't have to bow down to anyone. She was there to give her valued opinion, and let them make use of her expertise. Kate had had to work harder than her male counterparts to earn her promotion, but Annie and her ilk were put into the job because they were women, and consequently they had to prove themselves worthy of their promotions rather than having earned them first. It was all arse up, and let's see how we can look good to the world. Certain people were given key jobs, key promotions, for all the wrong reasons. It was hard for Kate to admit it, but she actually felt that the old days, when women had to really graft to get forward, had been better for the women involved. At least then you knew you were there because you could do the job, not because the powers that be had to fulfil a quota. Annie was like Kate in her heyday, and she loved her for that. She was a good policewoman. Annie also respected experience, and she was not only open to Kate's advice, she was also willing to absorb anything that Kate could tell her about her own experiences. Kate felt as if she continued to be in the loop, was still needed, and, for someone like her, whose job had been such a big part of her life, had defined who she was. That was seriously important in itself. Annie Carr was her protégé, and Kate would personally make sure that she was given all the help she needed to reach the top of her game. Patrick Kelly was tired out, and it was annoying him. He knew he wasn't in the first flush of youth, but all the same, he wasn't in his dotage. Things had been quiet recently. He still kept his hand in with his businesses, but they were more or less legitimate these days. He'd pretty much handed the reins over to younger men since his friend Willie Gabney had died. He poured himself a large scotch, though he knew it was far too early, and as he sipped it, he looked around him. He had a beautiful home, but in reality, he didn't really see it anymore. Most people would consider it an achievement, as something they could regard as the pinnacle of their success. But Pat just saw it as a nice drum, and as his home with Kate, nothing more. But she'd put a mark on it, and he was glad about that much. She was a fucker for photos. They were everywhere. And though he pretended indifference, he loved them, really. He saw his daughter in all her splendour. Her short life was anywhere he cared to look. She was smiling, and she looked happy. She was happy. She had been very happy. Mandy had been his world, and her death had proved that no one was immune to heartache. Patrick could see himself in one of the photos, his arm round Kate, his smile genuine, and his grief finally contained. She had made a home for them both, and he recognised he was a lucky man because of that. Pat saw himself as finally settled. 
and though Kate could make him seriously consider bashing her brains in at times, he couldn't ever harm her. Her brains were what kept them together. She was so bright, so fucking opinionated. He wanted his Kate, even though she was still a straight-laced mare at times, and she was getting a bit long in the tooth. But that didn't mean he didn't want her, didn't love her. He respected her too much, and that was the mainstay of their relationship. They may never have found the time to actually tie the knot, but Kate had been his lifesaver. Her opinion of him was all he really cared about, if he was honest, because he loved her, really cared for her. He still looked, and lately had felt a great urge for the younger body, its fullness, softness, but it was not because he thought any less of Kate. It was because he was a man, and he yearned sometimes for the feel of youth. He picked up the phone on its third ring. Hello, Peter. Long time no here. He was genuinely...